Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Kate Orslan. And I'm John Haley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Virginia Housing Development Authority. Hey, Kate. Hey, John. What's up? Not too much. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. You know what I'm excited to do today? What are you excited to do today? Discuss riparian rights. Now, I think we should unpack that for our dear listeners, because I know the word riparian rights from a dark corner of my mind from my first year in law school. I know. But I'll be honest, I, like I had to remember what it was when I started looking at the script for today. I feel like that's the hook right now. People are like, "What's what are the rights? What is riparian? We'll tell you. Stay tuned. <laughs> After this break. <laughs> no, but, uh, we'll get right into it. We're not going to make you wait, uh, dear listeners. So as you guys are probably aware out there, unless you're listening south of the equator, in which case, welcome. Bienvenido. Uh, summer is in full swing, and it is hot, hot, hot. I'm feeling hot, hot, hot. Yes. No. No. If you are lucky enough to live by the water, maybe out in Virginia Beach area or Eastern Shore or the Northern Neck, you may be lucky enough to have water access with a nice breeze. I don't have that currently. Um, I don't either. Um, but there are people here in Richmond who have houses on the water, be it the James River. Be oh, yes. it the Swift Creek Reservoir, be it various other creeks and ponds and you know overflowing gutters. I don't know. There are lots of places, even in the the Richmond area, where you can live right on the water. Uh, that's true, and um, you know, there's also pool life. There is pool life, but that's not really what we're talking about. It's not what we're talking <laughs> about. I, I do enjoy nice uh, pool life, but that's not the issue here today. So we're talking about today what you need to know when dealing with properties that have water access which is also known as riparian rights basically the rights that you have when your real property abuts a body of water it's really important for agents to understand this when dealing with transactions involving these properties so that you can educate your clients and help them ask the important questions before proceeding with the transaction for example if you have oceanfront property What property do you actually own? Well, in Virginia, waterfront property owners have title to property that extends to the mean low water mark. Cool. I don't know what that means. Just kidding, I do. I prefer the nice (laughs) low water mark (laughs) as opposed to the mean low water mark. Uh, The mean low water mark, unfortunately, is what's actually used. um, And it is the average of low water, the average low water mark, basically where the low water meets the land somewhat approximation would be the low tide mark that's kind of where you're looking at so this would then imply that high tide you would own a piece of the ocean right the water would therefore be above the mean low water mark not quite the common misconception perhaps Hmm. the fourth circuit and the virginia supreme court have held that the surface of navigable waters may be used by the public in general the public has a right to float in navigable waters, whether the land under the water is owned privately or not. This is something that your clients should understand, as it may impact whether they want to be on a property that's closer to a public beach or landing, or whether they'd rather be farther away from areas with easy public access. 
The idea being that it is difficult to limit public access to the navigable waters, but your clients can pick the location of the house they are interested in based on the water traffic the area is likely to see. Encourage them to visit the area at high volume times, like a weekend in the summer rather than a weekday in January. Very good point. Going to get a very different idea of what's going on. Your clients also need to consider the implications of living on the water. Uh, For example, potential for being in a special flood hazard area and whether the property has mold issues from the increased humidity of the water. And as always, you want to be the source of the source with regards to flood insurance and special flood hazard areas. Direct your clients to the FEMA's website or to the Virginia Department of Conservation and Recreation's Flood Risk Information System. Make sure they talk to a qualified insurance agent who can walk them through that whole process. You can also talk to them about the potential for mold and make sure they have an inspection to evaluate the property. You want to make sure that you and your client carefully read the contract they are making an offer with. Many contracts call for a wood-destroying insect, or WDI, for being technical, inspection, which covers termites, carpenter bees, and the like. In waterfront properties, though, your client may want to also have a wood-destroying organism, or WDO, inspection, as that type of inspection is going to cover mold and fungi, which is not really a fun guy. No, in fact, the exact opposite. It was a bad bad joke, but I went there. It was a terrible joke, but let's go ahead and... (laughs) If we're going there, let's go there full speed ahead. (laughs) I really committed to it. You really did. But I saw the opening. Mm -hmm. A regular mold inspection could be covered in the home inspection contingency, depending on how it's worded, but you want to make sure your client has the right to do the inspections they want and are aware of their option to do those inspections. Right. And finally, you need to make sure your clients are educated on and aware of any legal protections that are placed on the waterways. For example, the Chesapeake Bay Preservation Act is one of the most prominent in the Virginia area. This program was adopted in the 80s as a way to preserve buffer areas around local streams and rivers. It means that if the house is in a Chesapeake Bay preservation area, there may be certain limitations on what the owner can do with the property and how it can be developed land use ordinances, building permit requirements, and certain provisions that have to be incorporated. It's important that your clients understand what the limit of their properties may be. And now a word from our sponsor. VHDA works with realtors all over Virginia to offer down payment grants and loans for first-time homebuyers. Find the right solution for your client and locate a VHDA-approved lender near you. Just visit vhda.com. Take it to the legal hotline. Kate. John. Question for you. Answer for you. In a property owners association, where many of the homes are adjacent to a waterway, the association owns a small section of land between the owner's lots and the water, essentially creating a private beach for all homeowners in the association. The owners technically own a percentage of the water access via the association. Would the homes facing that section be waterfront or water view when advertising a specific property? Or does it even matter? That's a really great question. Thank you. You didn't come up with it, though. Yeah, but I asked. <laughs> Ultimately, you need to be truthful in your advertising of those properties, regardless of the terminology. Waterfront seems to imply ownership of the land that touches the water. So in that case, water view may be more accurate. This is important because of the general assumption that owners own the land to the mean low watermark. 
Here it's important that those purchasing the properties facing the water understand that their rights end at a certain point where the association's ownership takes over. One really good idea would be to check your MLS to see if there's a specific terminology required. Otherwise, make sure that it's clear what you're advertising regardless of the words you use in your advertisement. That's good advice. Thank you. You're welcome. You're so polite. <laughs> John. Yes. My clients are looking at a waterfront property and want to know if there are any people who have easements to access the water over their land. What should I tell them? So easements are not a required disclosure under the Residential Property Disclosure Act. And they are specifically listed as being a buyer beware topic. You should inform your client of this and let them know that they can do their due diligence by making sure there's a title search on the property and letting the title agent know their concerns about specific easements. Kate. My client is looking at a property that has great views of the bay, but it's not waterfront. What can he do to preserve his wonderful water view? Generally speaking, Homeowners have no right to a view unless it has been granted in writing by a local ordinance or subdivision rule. Uh, but at the same time, someone may not maliciously block another's view with kind of an unusable structure. So you can't maliciously, you know, block in a house, you right? Can't, you can't get mad at your neighbor and then build a, a huge fence just to block his or her view of the water. Right. Um, so you're kind of duck with unless you want to buy the property that's in front of you to ensure you can do what you want to do with your view right um but this also brings another question regarding waterfront property does a waterfront property owner have rights to the view and unfortunately it's going to be the same you have control over the land until the mean low watermark but not beyond that so that means your view may be obstructed in the water by commercial fishing or oyster farms who have legally contracted with the local government to use the land something to know but not a lot you can really do about that's true but here are things you can do and how can you limit your risk so make sure your clients are doing their due diligence when purchasing waterfront properties not only with regards to their purchasing rights like what type of water access they have but also what type of water ownership they have but they should also consider who may be trespassing on their land noisy beachgoers versus the occasional kayaker and what remedies they have available at law with waterfront property, there are some more risks of flooding, so make sure that your clients are verifying flood hazard zones and are evaluating whether they want or need flood insurance. Even if they aren't required to purchase flood insurance, it may be a good idea for any number of reasons. These are some topics you want to raise with them as they consider these beautiful properties and certainly want to make sure you continue to refer them to the appropriate sources who can guide them through these decisions. Always be the source of the source. That's right. Thank you for joining us. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes, and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline, where we can provide you with legal information. You can access our legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the Legal tab on the Four Members section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Thanks. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. 
We provide this legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2019. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.